Welcome to Uptown. We appreciate you making us a part of your day. We're here to empower, encourage, and uplift you on your journeys. We invite you to join us. We have Wednesday night Bible study at 6.30 p.m., Sunday service at 11 a.m., and you can watch us online. Glad you're here. Let's begin today's message. I started this year off talking about uh, Nehemiah, and, that, and that's our theme for this year is, is rebuilding. Amen? And then I also talked about uh, distractions. Amen? How Nehemiah had to overcome distractions. Well, last Sunday, uh, Mary and I, we had a leak in the house coming from the pipes up underneath the sink, sink all bagged up. So I'm going to act like Bill Cosby and put the tool belt on, <laughs> climb up underneath the sink, start taking stuff apart. And Mary is like, do you know what you're doing? <laughs> and I'm a typical man. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. Don't worry about it. I, I got it, Right? Well, I had to call Rotorooter. <laughs> and uh, they came out and we had some blockage in the pipes and they had to replace pipes and and the stuff up underneath the sink and 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 uh, so this was a process during the course of last week. And so the the thing is they gave me an estimate. And I made them a promise. I said, I'll pay the bill. So Mary, my wife, loves me and she knows me. And, and so I'm looking at the amount of money that I have to write this cashier's check out for. And she looks at me and she says, Greg, remember what you always say. And at this moment, every scripture, what I always say went out the window because I'm looking at this cashier's check. And she says, what does, what do you always say? And I, I said, what do I always say? <laughs> and she said to me, you always say, and you always give God the, the grace and the blessing because you had it in order to pay it. And I looked at her and I said, yeah, you're right. And I said, Lord, thank you that I have the finances in order to pay these people in the name of Jesus, right? You would say, now how does that go with this message? Is because in this message, we, we're going to find out that, that Jesus Christ paid the, the price when God the Father got the estimate for sin. Amen. When Adam and Eve fell, he looked and he said, okay, now this is the estimate and I got to pay the price. Amen? See, there's something that took place here a couple weeks ago. And, 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 and this is kind of real strong in my spirit is, is that we watched a young man playing a game that he loved. And he died on the football field. 
But the blessing was, like my wife was explaining to me, the blessing was is that God had provided all the best medical people right there for him. And those 16 minutes were crucial to his life. I don't know the exact number, but over 14 million people watched how these men and women, these trained professionals, got a heartbeat on that football field. While his mother and the rest of his family were looking on and praying. And this is the part where I'm getting at. Over 14 million people watched that and prayed. We had announcers on ESPN who, by their job description, is supposed to leave God out of it. That said, I'm going against company policy right now. And I want to pray for this young man. We had anchors on CNN News stop their programming and started praying for this young man. Fox News, MSNBC, all these news stations had came together at one time that typically they're against each other. And they stopped and they prayed for this young man. And the prayer didn't stop there. They prayed continuously. The Bible says pray continuously without ceasing. Some people didn't even know who Jesus was. And they fell into the prayer. And this is what I want to talk about this morning is is if I had to title this message, and if Jesus was standing here, he would put it like this. Let me introduce myself. My name is Jesus. Amen? Amen. See, something took place in America that day that allowed us to know no matter what our backgrounds are, no matter what our ethnicity is, no matter what our elevation is, how much money you got in your pocket and how much money you don't have in your pocket, what America experienced that day was the power of prayer. Amen? And then Monday, I think it was Monday, they said the boy, the young man, the football player, 
who had expired on the football field, walked out of the hospital with all his faculties. Wasn't limping, wasn't asking who his name was, but walked out of the hospital on his own strength by the power of prayer. Amen? We talk about rebuilding. God is rebuilding something here in America. Amen? He is rebuilding and making America understand that you are powerful if you come together in prayer. But I need to introduce you to Jesus. Amen? In Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 17 to 22, I'm, I'm going to read because, because what I want to do this morning is an introduction to Jesus. There were some people who were watching that football game didn't know who Jesus was. The world right now, the world, it, it wants to make the church out of a mockery. But I'm here to tell you this morning that the devil is a lie. The Bible said, let God be true and every man a lie. Amen? See, when we talk about prophecies, a prophecy is something that someone speaks and it comes to pass. God's word said that it shall not come back to him void. Amen? Amen. See, the, the thing was that Adam failed. And now God said, I'm going to pay the price. I got the estimate of sin. And now I'm going to pay it. But who is he going to pay it with? His only begotten son. But he had to bring it into fruition. He had to bring it all the way through. Amen? Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 18 reads like this. And the Lord said to me, what they have spoken is good. I will rise up for them a prophet like you from among their brethren, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I command him. And it shall be that whoever will not hear my word, which I speak in my name, I will, re I will require it of him. But the prophet who presumes to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or who speaks in the name of other gods, that prophet shall die. And if you say in your heart, how shall we know the word which the Lord has not spoken? When a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, and if that thing does not happen, or come to pass that thing which the Lord has not spoken. The prophet has spoken presumptuously. You shall not be afraid of him. Amen? Amen? 
In other words, what God is saying is that my word is true. He is saying that if someone comes around and speaks the word of my name and it doesn't come to pass, then he did that on his own. Amen? See, God's word is something because God's word bought Jesus Christ. Amen? See, it was by his word that Jesus Christ came. Amen? And God's word shall come to pass in Romans chapter 3, verses 3 through 4, and it reads like this, and it says, For what if some did not believe? Listen to how the, the Bible is teaching us. He said, what if some did not believe? Will their unbelief make the faithfulness of God without effect? Certainly not. Indeed, let God be true, but every man a liar. As it is written, that you may be justified in your words and may, and, and may overcome when you are judged. God did not waste a moment when Adam fell. He didn't say, well, let me wait till next Tuesday. Let me, uh, it was how that cartoon go, Wimpy said, I'll be glad to pay you next Tuesday for this hamburger today. <laughs> Amen? But, but see, what God had did right there, he was establishing himself. He was establishing his word. Through the act of disobedience, he had to bring obedience. And salvation had to come together. Salvation had to come through obedience. Sin came through disobedience. In Genesis chapter 3, Verse 15 reads like this. And I will put an enemy between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. And he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. In other words, God is saying right now, right now, I'm, I'm not waiting until next Tuesday. I'm going to tell you where this seed is going to come from. This seed is going to come from the same thing or the same person that the sin came from. Eve. Eve, your seed. Your seed is going to be the one who's going to bring forth my son. In Revelations chapter 12, verses 12 through 13 reads like this. Therefore, rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woes to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea. For the devil has come down to you having great wrath because he knows that, his, that he has a short time. You, you wonder where all the distractions come from? Because the devil knows his time is short. Why? It's because he already understands when, when God said, your seed, told Eve, your seed 
For the devil has come down to you having great wrath because he knows his time is short. And now when the dragon saw that he had been cast to earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to a male child. Amen? See, it is, God is talking about it right here, right in the beginning. He didn't waste no time. He is saying that I'm going to send my son. And so immediately, what did the devil do? The devil went to deceive Eve. Let's go to Luke chapter 2, verse 11 through 12. And we're going to watch hear how God's word came to pass. Amen? For, for there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Christ the Lord. Who is the Christ the Lord. When Moses wrote the book of Genesis, and, and Moses wrote this book. He, this book was written about 1,500 years before the birth of Jesus. And we just read how it came to pass. Amen? The Bible said, let God be true and every man a liar. Moses didn't have TikTok. Moses didn't have Facebook. Moses didn't have Instagram. Moses didn't have somebody in his ear telling him, I don't think you heard from God for, for real. Moses had the spirit of God and Moses wrote Genesis through the spirit of God. And God's word came to pass. Two. Genesis 12, chapter 12, verses 1 and 3. Now, this is where God is taking Abram. Because I want to show you Jesus Christ. And I want to show you God's word, how it came to pass. Amen? Bible reads, and now the Lord said to Abram, get out of your country from your family mm. and from your father's house to a land I will show you and I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and I will make your name great and you shall bless those who bless you and I will, and you, and I will curse him who curses you and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. God promises Abram that he will make him a great nation. That all the people of the earth will be blessed through him. The blessing of salvation will come through Abram. Amen? Why? Because it, it was accounted to him as righteousness. The Bible said because he believed. 
How do I become a, a member of Christ Jesus? How do I? Because I believe, I believe that Jesus Christ came. I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross. I believe that he rose on the third day. I believe that he sits at the right hand of the Father. That's what makes us righteous. Amen? So God had gave Abram all these promises in this covenant. And we were, we've been studying this out on Wednesday night also. But, but he gave him all these promises that he was going to do. But Abram did something that God told him not to do. What did Abram do? Abram listened to somebody else's voice and he didn't listen to God's voice. Abram listened to his wife's voice. And his wife told Abram, he said, well, if God said we're going to have a son, I'm old, you old, and that ain't going to happen. So why don't you take this young woman here? See? And Abram looked at her and said, okay. And he took her and she had a son named Ishmael. Ishmael wasn't the promise. That wasn't God's, that wasn't what God had promised. He said, he said I'm going to give you a son, not the voice of Sarah. Amen? So, God had already set forth a covenant for Abram. Now, salvation is coming into the world now. God is about to show us what salvation is going to look like. Amen? Let's go to the 17th chapter of Genesis, verses 3 through 7. Now, watch. I want you to watch this. The Bible says, every knee shall bow and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen? The confession is with the mouth. The belief is in the heart. Amen? Now watch. This man, Abram, understood that he had sinned against God. Because now he has a son named Ishmael that God didn't ordain, but God said, I'm going to bless him regardless because he is your seed. That's the promise I gave you. Now watch how the scripture reads. And then Abram fell on his face and God talked with him saying, as for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be the father of many nations. No longer shall your name be called Abram, mm. but your name shall be Abraham, for I have made you the father of many nations. Amen? What God did for Abram he changed his name to Abraham because Ishmael was born out of someone else's voice. God is about to bless Abraham 
through the seed that he had promised. But he could no longer do it as he initially wanted it. Now salvation, God is showing Abraham salvation because now he has become new. He is no longer Abram. Ishmael was born under Abram. Isaac will be born under Abraham. The bond woman and the free woman. God is showing us what salvation looks like through Abraham. The Bible said that we will become what? New creatures. See, when I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior and I asked him to forgive me of all my sins, then I became a new creature. Yes, I was still Greg. But all my sins were wiped away. The Bible said that he cast them into the sea. Of, of, uh, he remembers them no more. Amen? It took 42 generations from Abraham to Jesus. What, is, what did Jesus Christ came to do? Jesus Christ came to bring us what? Salvation. Amen? Three. Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14 reads like this. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Amen? See, God said, I'm going to give you a sign. I'm not going to worry about the rest of them. I'm going to do it. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and you shall call his name Emmanuel. God is with us. This points to the birth of Jesus as a man and his divine nature. And this was written 700 years before Jesus Christ was born. Remember, I started off with Deuteronomy. I said when the prophet speaks, it has to come to pass. God's word, when God speaks his word, the Bible said it shall not come back to him void. The Bible said that, 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 that God said, I'm going to give you a sign. Let's go to Matthew chapter 1, verse 20. And the Bible reads like this. But while he thought about these things, talking about Joseph, while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you marry your wife, for which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you will call his name Jesus, 
for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and that you shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God is with us. In other words, what am I saying this morning for those who are listening online? And what am I saying here right here in the church this morning is that God's word is true. Is that when those people were, were out there praying for that young man who was laying on the ground, is that God's word is true. When that young man got a heartbeat and, 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 and he had life back in his body laying on that field, the Bible is saying that God be true and every man alive. The power of prayer can bring life back. That's why it's so important, church, that, that this year, that, that those prayer slips that you, that you pray, that you stay vigil and pray. Amen? Four. Let's go to Micah chapter 5, verse 2. He says, but you, Bethlehem, though you are little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth to me the one to be ruler in Israel, whose going forth are from the old, from everlasting. This was written 800 years before Jesus was born. What am, I, what am I saying this morning is that, is that God's word is true. I'm saying that when people say, how do you know God's word is true? All you have to do is read it. We have a hard time sometimes explaining our faith to people because the world always wants to disrupt and tell you that Jesus Christ is not real. The devil is a lie. Because I'm showing you scriptures. I'm showing you God's word from the old to the new. How God spoke it in the old, and how he brought it to past in the new. Amen? See, the old was the old covenant, and Jesus Christ came to bring what? The new covenant. Doesn't that sound like Abram and Abraham? Mm, interesting, isn't it? Real interesting, isn't it? When you think about it in that context is that, that the, the covenant was, was made through Abram and the salvation came through Abraham. The Old Testament, the covenant was made and in the New Testament, salvation came through Jesus Christ. 
Amen? See, that's what we have to understand is that God's word is true. In every part of our faith, God's word is true. Amen? Let's go to New Testament. Let's go to Matthew chapter 2, verses 4 through 7. Let's see what it says. Amen? And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judah into the city of David. Let me go back here. But you, Bethlehem, though you were little among the thousands of Judah, and yet out of you shall come forth me, one, the ruler in Israel, who's going forth from the old and from everlasting. New Testament, Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judah, into Judah to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. Amen? Because he was of the house and the lineage of David. To, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her delivery. Verse 7. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room in the end. Amen? The old, the word, the testament, and it came to pass in the new. Amen? The Bible said that, that Jesus didn't come to abolish the law, right? But to fulfill it. What is he doing right now through his birth? What is God doing? He is fulfilling his word. Amen? Five, Hosea, about to end. Hosea, now watch this. Jesus Christ is born, right? The Bible said that early when we were reading it earlier that, that the devil had been cast down and that he was mad. And that the first thing that he is doing, he's going after the seed. He's going after, he's going right after Eve. He is so mad, he knows that his day is short. So he looks at Eve and he said, oh, let me figure out how to do this. Let me figure out. Well, what he said that you ain't going to die. See? Because he, he's cunning. He said, you ain't going to die. You won't die. That's broken English. But anyway, he said, you won't die. So now her mind is, is thinking. Huh, this, this is Looks, looks good. This is tempting. Jesus was tempted in every way yet without sin. And, and, and she said, oh, this is tempting. God said, you can do whatever you want, but don't eat from this fruit. Don't eat from this tree. And, but that, 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 because you told me not to do it, was, but it's still tempting. And the devil is staying. He's saying, well, well, just, just go ahead. 
you're not going to die. He ain't going to kill you. And so she reached up and she grabbed it. And the Bible said something that we forget sometimes that Adam was standing right next to her. We forget sometimes that, that God gave Adam the authority. He didn't give it to Eve. He gave the authority to Adam. Bible said that she took of the fruit. And if you read the scripture, didn't nothing happen. Didn't nothing happen. Then she gave it to Adam. Then everything went willy-nilly. It just went willy and nilly. Everything went crazy. Why? It's because God had given Adam the authority and not Eve. Read the scripture. Said when she gave it to Adam, that's when sin came into the world. Bible says that sin is bondage. Something is taking place in, here in Hosea. The Bible reads like this in Hosea chapter 11, verse 1. About to end with this, but I need you to really hold on to this part. It says, when Israel was a child, I loved him. And out of Egypt, I called my son. This was also written 800 years before the birth of Jesus. In Matthew chapter 2, verse 14 and 15, it reads like this. And when he arose, he took this young child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt. And there until the death of Harold, that he might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, out of Egypt, I called my son. We'll say that again. And the Lord, through the prophet, saying, out of Egypt, I called my son. Why is this verse so important? It's because, again, God is establishing his word. Because if we go back into the Old Testament and we have to think of it in this context is that the Israelites were in bondage in Egypt. And as they were in bondage in Egypt, the Bible said that the new Pharaoh did not know who Joseph was. And he was so intimidated that he said, I'm going to put a taskmaster upon these Israelites and they're going to work. And they were in bondage. They were in slavery. 
What is sin? Bondage. The Bible is going to explain to us about Moses, that, 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 that Moses' name means drawn out or deliverer. Moses was hidden right underneath Pharaoh. His daughter took Moses up out of the water and raised Moses as her own. Why did this happen? Because this Pharaoh said, I wanted to kill every male child. And he put a decree out to the midwives and that the midwives should kill the male child and let the women live. But the Bible said that they nursed Moses until he got a certain age and then they made a, a raft and they put him in the water. And then they drew him out. And Moses grew to be strong. But Moses was a Hebrew boy. Moses was the deliverer. Moses was the one who was going to bring Israel or the Israelites out of Egypt. Jesus Christ is the one who is going to bring all the world. So all, everybody who confesses Jesus Christ, they, he's going to bring them all back to the right standing of the Father. Jesus is going to be the one who's going to deliver us from bondage of slavery and sin and the curse of death. Bible reads like this in the Gospel of John in the first verse through five it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and he was in the beginning with God and all things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was made and in him was life the life was the light of men and the light shines in darkness and the darkness did not comprehend in verse 10. And he was in the world and the world was made through him and the world did not know him. Verse 11, and he came to his own and his own did not receive him. Verse 12, but as many have, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. To those who believe in his name. Mm. Abraham, he was considered righteous because he believed God. Amen? Verse 13, who was born not of Blood and not of the will of the flesh or the will of man, but of God. In other words, this little scripture right here is basically saying this, is that God was not born out of lust. The lust of man. 
but of God. And the world and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and behold his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. Verse 16, and his fullness we all have received in grace for grace. Verse 17, and the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. What am I saying? Is that God's word is true. I'm saying this is that, is that, is that Harold tried to kill Jesus. Harold made a decree and said, I want to kill all the newborns under two years old. So Joseph got his family and they went into Egypt. And they stayed in Egypt until the voice of the Lord said, now bring him back. So Jesus Christ came up out of Egypt in order to bring us salvation in order to bring us the fulfillment of the law, in order to bring us what God had said that he was going to do. Let God be true and every man a liar. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whom should ever believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus Christ came to sacrifice and give his life through obedience. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 5 that Jesus had to learn obedience. What am I saying this morning? We talked about it in Sunday school. Is that Jesus Christ is our example. Jesus Christ is our example of obedience. When, we, when we're standing upon the word of God, the word of God said this, let God be true. I keep putting this down because I want everyone to understand that no matter what the world says, God is to be true. When TikTok says something, they're they lying. When Facebook says something, they're lying. Instagram said they they lying too. God's word has come to pass. God's word is true. Jesus Christ did something for us all. He died on the cross so that all our sins are forgiven. That's true. That's true. Hey, I'm about to end, but I was watching a documentary. They're still running around trying to find the body of Jesus. I, I looked at I said, they're still trying to find the body. They can find everybody else but Jesus. Why can't they find the body of Jesus? Because he is sitting at the right hand of the Father. Because he is mediating for us. Because he is saying, Father, I died for them. Okay, Greg made a mistake. Remember, I shed my blood for that. 
Now watch him. Why was David, why was David the apple of God's eye? David had so much blood on his hands. Why was David the apple of God's eye? Because David always turned around and said, Lord, it was me. I sinned against you. What am I saying is that God's word is true? If you never made repentance before, today is your day to make repentance. Said he'll cast it into the sea of forgetfulness and he'll remember it no more. Changing of that, confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. And the Bible says you shall be saved. 